0: Hey, welcome to the Chess Experience. On this show, it's all about helping adult improvers. I want to make learning chess easier for you to navigate, and I also want you to have a more fun experience along the way. I'm your host, Daniel Lona, a fellow chess amateur. Let's get to it. This show is sponsored by Chess.com, the world's largest chess community. Chess.com recently launched a new way to learn from your games with a feature called Insights. If you visit chess.com slash insights, you can get detailed stats and analysis in any of the time controls you've played and across any time period. What kind of things can you learn? Well, you can learn what time of day do you play your best? Morning, afternoon, or night? What part of the game are you strongest or weakest? Opening, middle game, or end game? Are you making more or less mistakes than opponents at your level? You can find out all this great info and much more at chess.com slash insights. Hey, welcome to this week's episode. It's been since mid-January since I released a solo episode updating you on my chess journey. So I figured it was time to discuss the latest. And this update is different than previous ones. Usually, I've been sharing with you my latest progress. Well, today, I don't have any chess progress to speak of. Why? Well, this calendar year, 2023, has thrown me a curveball. More on that very soon. So today, the focus will be on how to overcome setbacks in chess. And by that, I mean more when life gets in the way than, say, an inexplicable rating drop. Uh, Inexplicable rating drops will be saved for some other episode. So... If you work at getting better at chess for several years, in that time, it's likely that something outside of your chess life will interrupt your chess progress. Maybe you've already had that, and it could be caused by something good, like becoming a parent, or it could be a life struggle. Well, whatever the cause, I realized it's useful to know how to handle it. And to be honest, I felt pretty ill-equipped with the disruption to my chess, Um, Maybe because it was sudden, maybe because it was prolonged, probably both. I'll take a few minutes in this episode to explain to you what caused this unwelcome interruption. Now, I guess technically there's two, but there's one bigger one. Um, And then some of the insights that I've had on handling it better, specifically how I plan to jumpstart my chess progress. So you may already know what I'm referring to with the interruption in my life because I talked about it um, occasionally on this podcast and on Twitter, but back in mid-January, I had an unexpected health problem. I won't get into it on this episode. It's not worth it. The point is it lasted a little over two months, and for almost that entire time, I couldn't work at all or study any chess, though I did uh, do some ill-fated attempts at blitz games where I got routinely crushed. So (laughs) uh, that's about all the chess that I could really speak of for most of that two-month period. Then around early April of this year, I finally felt better. But almost immediately after that, my wife and I needed to get going on planning our move to a new apartment within about six weeks or so, which was a timeline that we had, you know, long planned prior to that. And so I was ill for two months. And then for about six weeks after that, immediately after that, I did a whole moving process, which which was enormous. We did it on an expedited timeline. I was exhausted. I had very little time to do anything. So here we are now, mid-May. And for almost the entirety of this calendar year, 2023, I've done either no chess at all or very little. And unfortunately, that means my skills have regressed somewhat. Even when I was well enough to return to chess, catching up on other parts of my life, like moving and work, meant that instead of doing two to three hours of chess each day, I would average thirty to sixty minutes instead. And I don't know, you know, how you how you uh, react to that amount of time. Maybe that does, you know, going down to thirty to sixty minutes sounds like average. Maybe it sounds like a little bit to you. I don't know, but it's not really about whether that's a lot or not. The point is, it wasn't enough to sustain my prior skill level. you know, And we all, I think you probably would agree that it's difficult to accept losing skill that you worked hard to obtain. Now, at the time of this recording, I've had the past couple of weeks to ramp up a bit more than that. Um, But still, for months and including up through right now, I have felt out of step and not as sharp as I was in my chess. For example, in classical games, I remember shortly after I started feeling better and I played a classical game, I lost to a ridiculously simple tactic. And I'm talking about just a simple night fork. It wasn't something that my opponent had to set up. (laughs) I just lost to a simple night fork, something, I don't know, I thought I was far removed from, at least in a classical game. Also, my memory of openings has been off. My visualization has been poor relative to what it was. And so overall, I've just felt like a much worse player. I don't know how much you can relate to that. Um, maybe you haven't had that experience yet in your chess journey. I hope you don't have to, you know, experience a, a prolonged period where you know you can't sustain what you've built. Uh, but if you have, not you can probably relate to it in some other area of your life, something you've you a skill that you've worked hard to hone and fine tune, and then you know, through through no fault of your own, you know, life throws its challenges at you, and you just have to accept that. It's going to take a while to to build it back. And so I spoke to the skill challenge of it all, you know, just seeing some of those skills get a bit worse, not that they can't be recovered over time, but just, you know, observing the, the effect on my skills. Um, but there has also been an emotional challenge. So for over the past two months, I've found myself um, frequently disappointed and angry with myself, uh, more so than usual after losing a classical game, because like I said, I've been I've been finding that I lose in ways that um, I thought I had gotten past, so to speak. And, you know, and so my self-talk became, you know, what's wrong with me? How could I miss that tactic? Um, Why am I not working as hard to calculate as I usually do? Um, And so, yeah, I just kind of would get down about the whole experience of this because, like I said, it wasn't just that I could just snap back to the same rhythm and, and, you know, time each day to chess. It's been a lot less even after I got better. And so even after weeks of weeks of, say, doing maybe about an hour per day, I still just didn't feel like I was getting in shape, uh, quote unquote, like like I had expected to be even after a moderate amount of chess. But here's the good news. There's some good news in all this. (laughs) In the past few weeks, I've had some insights. There was a saying that eventually kind of popped back into my head. It's a saying I know well. Um, I looked up online who the original author was, and there seems to be some dispute about who the original author of this saying is. So I don't know that I could attribute it to someone specific, but back in my fitness coaching days, there was a a fitness business that I loved, and they're called Original Strength. And Original Strength used as their mantra for their fitness philosophy, this expression, this saying, and that's kind of how it stuck in my head. And I absolutely adore it. Maybe you've heard it. The saying is, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. Uh, One more time, (laughs) because it's a little long. Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. So I think a lot of that saying has to do with giving ourselves patience and some grace, Uh, particularly if you're someone like me who can be hard on yourself. And for someone like me who wants to achieve a lot in chess, and you might be one of those people too, it's not always easy to be patient with ourselves. And so the biggest insight that I had during this period was, it's okay if I get worse at chess. It's okay if I don't have much time for it. That's not even easy for me to say out loud, to be honest, but I've had to remind myself that 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 is true. It is okay. Okay. Uh, It's not a mistake. It's not a failing of mine. You know, I had a long-term health problem and then I had to find a new place to move and then move quickly, which means it's not bad if I miss night forks or have poor visualization. In fact, there's another way to kind of reframe how I look at these past few months, which is that I did everything I could to still keep some momentum in chess by putting in three to seven hours a week on it. And yes, that may be significantly less than what I was doing, but I kept I kept up the momentum. I kept doing what I could as the expression reminds to do what you can. And that's exactly how I operated. Uh, I think the challenge is that it's so easy for our brains to envision an ideal and hope for that and expect that and when it falls anything short of that, especially if it's a lot short of that, we get frustrated and we get upset or we can at least, and I did. Um, um, but I think the better frame is not, you know, how are you doing against the ideal, but how much are you doing relative to what you can do? And on that, by that measure, I, I really did almost 100% of what I could do during that time. And so in that sense, it was a success. And uh, it is kind of interesting how if we reframe situations, we can, we can see them a lot differently. But yeah, that was one of the major insights that I had was that all I needed to do was to do what I could. And uh, that really kind of helped calm my mind and make me feel better about what was happening. My second major insight kind of came from the first part of that expression, which is start where you are. And what I realized was that comparing my current skill level to my past skill level uh, only upset me. I'd have thoughts like I used to calculate faster than this. And that only discouraged me. It only upset me to compare the two. It's funny, right? Because we're always taught to not compare ourselves to others that can be um, harmful to our self-esteem and to our progress. But what's less often said, but maybe just as true is that it can be dangerous to compare ourselves to a previous version of yourself. Why would I compare my skill level to what I'm able to accomplish on a handful of hours a week versus um, almost 20 hours a week? That's not fair. That's not, that's not an even comparison, but for whatever reason, my brain was constantly making that side-by-side judgment. And that's when I had the realization that I should just start where I am. In other words, my new goal was to just act as if there was no past skill level that I obtained that I was competing against. I wasn't going to try to get back to that level, so to speak. I'm just going to start where I am right now and move forward almost as if there was no past, uh, no past chess history, no past chess record of what I'd accomplished. I'm just going to try to be a little bit better this week, a little bit better this month and so on. And I'm going to just start where I am and march forward. So one more brief thing that I want to mention before I conclude this relatively short solo episode is just kind of how this new perspective is going to unfold in terms of my chess goals right now. So like I said, and as you know, you know, the past five months have been pretty challenging for me. You know, you don't have to relate in terms of the specifics, right? It's not about that. It's not about, you know, whether you have an health issue, (laughs) whether you have to move yourself. It's about just having something outside uh, of your own plans getting in the way and how to manage that. So I think it's important when you have this big load of stuff like I've had for several months to just make it easier on yourself. I decided also that it wasn't super critical that I try to uh, reclaim even the same volume of chess that I was doing before in terms of studying and playing, Uh, at least not right away or in the short term, that I just didn't need to try to snap back to that so quickly because it's been a lot. You know, there's been an emotional, physical toll that I've uh, been through. And, you know, I think if that's true for you, if you feel kind of drained, that You know, you don't have to just go back to exactly where you were before it all happened. So to make things a bit easier on myself, the way this looks for me in this scenario is for the next several months, I've decided to just not have any rating goals. I don't care what my rating is (laughs) for the next few months. Um, Maybe not even the rest of the year, honestly. Uh, Instead, I have two very simple goals for myself. The first is to work toward getting back to a consistent two hours a day of chess, six days a week. Now, that may sound like a lot to some people, but the reality is that's about an hour less a day than I was doing for most of the past two years. Um, But it's still enough of an amount that I think it can match what goals I have for myself. People often ask the question, how much should you study or play chess? Um, well, first is an amount that you can enjoy, right? But second is also something that's um, consistent with whatever your goals are, right? Um, so for me, I have a lot of significant goals that I want to achieve in chess. So that, that's an amount that I can feel comfortable with. Will I ever get back to three hours a day? I don't know. Uh, that's just something for another day. When, when I feel like fully recovered from the craziness and struggles of the past five months, uh, I, I'll reevaluate that. But for right now, that works for me. And again, notice I said I'm going to work towards that. So it doesn't mean I'm going right back to two hours a day. I'm just working towards that uh, level and that, that consistency again. It just, there's still some things that I have to put back in place in my life after uh, this first half of the year. So it's going to take a minute to, to, you know, just settle into a routine again. So I'm trying to make it uh, easy on myself by saying that's something I'm working towards, not something I have to do right now. Second is that I also want to plan a few items out each week that I want to accomplish in my chess studying and playing, like which books or courses I want to focus on, which days I'll play my classical games, things like that. Um, I've noticed that I've kind of lost a bit of um, clarity, I think is the word that <laughs> I'm looking for. I've lost some clarity on what I should be working on because it's just I've just been frazzled for so long that I kind of forgot, you know, wait, what were my priorities? What do I need to work on? And are those even still relevant right now, knowing that I have to kind of, you know, get back into the swing of things like I used to. So uh, putting some intention behind those hours each week is also important. I don't want to just randomly start the clock on two hours of chess each day and just say, okay, whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'll do some tactics. Maybe I'll watch some videos. I don't want it to be haphazard. So uh, I think you know, just knowing what I intend to accomplish for that week, it's going to help me uh, put in those hours every day. So basically another way of saying this, and this is to use kind of phrasing that I learned from my coaching days in fitness and nutrition, is that I don't have any outcome goals right now. I'm not going for a specific rating. I'm not trying to play X number of tournaments. Um, this is just behavior goals, basically. Uh, I'm just trying to get into the habit of working hard at chess again and in ways that uh, just kind of make sense for my life right now. So it's really just about dialing in a routine, having some purpose behind what I do and and clarity behind what I want to uh, improve on right now. And that's basically it. Just going for that chess groove again is maybe another way to say it. That's where I'm at with my chess. I can't tell you that I've made a bunch of progress. I can't tell you that oh, I learned this new opening or I crushed it at this tournament lately. I I wish I could say those things, but um Hopefully, in a future solo episode later this year, I'll be able to speak a little bit more to that. For the next few months, though, just working on getting into that groove and being consistent, and you know, um, just excited about where I'm going with my chess again. So that's those are my goals right now, and that's what I'm seeking to accomplish, and that's what I've been through. I know, like I said, this is not a traditional episode update, solo episode update that I've given in the past, but maybe that's a good thing. Maybe. This is a refreshing type of episode in a certain way where I'm talking about just a, a different angle of the chess journey than the typical, uh, you know, here's the opening that I'm working on, etc. So I hope that this episode, you know, was entertaining for you to listen to. I hope it gave you maybe some insights. If you ever find yourself in the same place that I was, uh, again, not necessarily with the same challenges, hopefully not, but rather just, you know, that, that life, that scenario where life has gotten in the way for an extended period of time. And maybe a couple of insights on how to manage that Uh, just to kind of quickly recap that. I think uh, if you find yourself in your own setback, try to remember to simply do what you can once it passes or even during it if you're able to do anything at all. And if you find yourself having lost some chess skills, I recommend avoiding any comparisons with your previous ability. Just start where you are. Start anew, start fresh, march forward. Don't look back. Do what you can, get a little better each week. Again, I hope this episode served you. Feel free to reach out to me. I will post about the episode announcement for this on Twitter, and uh, you can comment on that. Reach out to me, DM me. Uh, whatever way you wanna uh, reach me electronically is cool, and uh, we, can, we can maybe interact a little bit about this kind of situation or you know what you thought about this episode. And I hope your chess is going great and I wish you much success in your own journey and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of my business, Adult Chess Academy. And that has a website with the same name if you want to look for it. You can also find me being way too active on Twitter by searching my username, Lona underscore Chess. See you next week.